This is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot from Anastasia. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got it. Thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL Show. As per usual, delighted to be joined by the Tash. How are you, mate? It's a good weekend. Not too bad, not too bad. Quiet one for me. Oh, we survived it. We're the best weekend we've had all summer, uh, weather-wise. So. Yeah, yeah. so I was hiding in the shade. <laughs> the ginger. You and, yeah. you and the other fella, the long lad. <laughs> yeah, the long fella. Um yeah, and look, an, an interesting enough week, a few interesting results in the NRL and, and kind of some some more juicy fixtures, I suppose, as a result. A lot of dead rubbers, let's not beat around the bush. There's three rounds left. There is going to be a few, naturally a few dead rubbers when you get to this point of the competition, but a few decent games. And we kick into the round 22 um, reviews. First up to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penrith Storm, obviously full-time score. 16 zip in favour of the Storm half time score was also 16 zip uh, I don't want to overreact but Cameron Munster is the greatest Storm fullback of all time <laughs> no, am, I joking? am I joking I just listened to a podcast there this morning about uh, the boys were talking about like, and it's like mm. you know like you, you, you'd see him on a team sheet and he'd be like grad he's at 6 he's, mm. he's in front of me he's, he, that's where he's going to stay Like he's going to be on the right hand side and he's going to run down the right hand side passing to Justin Olive and all that and then you look up and he's a full back you're going ah bollocks <laughs> he's like he can do whatever he wants he's like <laughs> he's just yeah he's just so good uh, it just really highlights his kind of ability to just play backyard for you and it's just yeah if 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 Pappenhausen is gone, say, they can always chat that he might might not be able to ever come back or he'll come back at like 60% of what he was. I wouldn't have any fears. You just, just assign a halfback now, that's all. Because you've got your own muse, so you just need a six. I think, like, Johns is playing well. Like, I, I never really rated him as much. Like, the last two never games... Never seen it before. In the last two games, he some control. Like, when he was playing with Munster last week, he came on when Hughes went off. Like, but he had great control, like in the ass like he put on two assists was it or, or something like that mm. and even this week like he, he just led them around the park a little bit absolutely like um, you know so he, he was obviously brilliant um, but it was just incredible goal, like, goal line def- defence like there was a few tackles of like Olam springs to mind and stuff like, just, I just you oh you wouldn't want to be hit by him no but and even then, like, their effort like their effort in goal line defence like, when they were when they were like scrambling if you look at the picture, like they could be just the winger with the ball, but there could be four or five like <laughs> Melbourne players bursting their arse over the field. Like, yeah. and it's probably the first time all season we sort of seen that effort coming out of them. Like, that's stellar. And like that, that was like that's one of the things I only really want to talk about. It was just like, like it hasn't been. I suppose I'll give you my stat actually because I kind of pretty much done talking about the goal line defense. Like we know it was unbelievable, but the stat to back it up was tackles in opposition twenty two. Panthers 56 the Storm 13 like we know the Storm can score from long range whatever so obviously that explains that but 56 tackles 56 times they were tackled in the Storm's 22 just like it's probably the most clinical side in the competition on their day and I know they're down a 6 and a 7 but but I suppose <laughs> I know it hasn't been a stellar year for the Storm but if, if you want kind of a performance that epitomies everything that the Storm is under Bellamy and I know we don't really know much else but it, it was Brandon, it's Brandon Smith because in any other club in the competition a player of that calibre who's gone next season they're dragging their heels they're probably looking to get out of their contract early and you could forgive Smith for that because he's had a few knocks this, this year but his line read 145 metres 79 of those post contact 39 tackles and a brilliant brilliant solo try like him at thirteen, like you, you look at him going, like, would you even need him at a hooker? Like, like his, mm. his ball playing and ball in hand, like he is like Grant, like you know that way. Like he, you don't really know what you're gonna get with Grant sometimes when he comes on. Mm. Like 
he might pick and go, but he'll always he'll always back himself. That's exactly what um, what she does. He always yeah. backs himself. Like. Yeah, like it's just, uh, but to get that out of that player who is arguably six performances left, maybe in that jersey, like six seven performances left in that jersey, and it's just like. Well, I think Bellamy knew what he was doing when he said, "Like we, I think it was two weeks ago." He doesn't see us being able to turn this around. Like, <laughs> I think he a bit of a uh, bit of wily anger, there from just yeah. a bit of psychology, and let the boys think. Like, but he knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, but you do that with another group, and they go, "Yeah, geez, yeah." Look, even the coach is thrown in the yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's giving up the ghost. Uh, I think he, but he gives he gives great empowerment to his team to his players like like he, yeah. the characters that are in that dressing room like they wouldn't take that no and they would come out to prove a point even like to him like yeah. I think it's that sort of relationship like I'll show you <laughs> yeah. with some of the characters like yeah, yeah it's probably like a, look even he's given up on us so we need to prepare than that yeah no that's all I really had like it was just obviously look we know Panthers are down six and seven and they're not going to be at their best but still um, to zip them was uh, at home was pretty impressive yeah. pretty goddamn impressive yeah no I like to I think that the main thing was zero mm. like to put 16 points on the Panthers but that zero that they did score at home that was that was very yeah. telling like and as you say like Panthers were behind but with the injuries and stuff like that but it's still it's still a bit of a um, a reality check for them that they just can't like they do need Cleary and they do need uh, Louie like you just yeah. can't go through the season without them like I know the boys they, the boys that came in and did the job like but still them boys you can't they're irreplaceable like yeah. you need that spike like even even what um, Dylan Edwards at the back like like missing him like his meat mm. alone like yeah most one of them are because there's some performers in the league like yeah so yeah guess that one bit of a shock that result yeah so the next one bit of a shock this one as well yeah <laughs> who would have thought uh, the Warriors yeah, the Warriors and the Bulldogs on Friday morning at Mount Spart Stadium Warriors won 42-18 so 7 tries 3 for the Warriors it took the last 20 minutes for the Warriors sort of to pull away from these it was a, it was a sort of a you score we score you score we score um, and then they got a few tries ahead like and now he sort of gave up then Johnny Johnson was in everything good that the Warriors mm-hmm. did like if you grew up looking at Johnny Johnson the latter few years of his, of his career you you know the way you, you know the way players age like and you're like that's not the player I know you know that way if you have a, you have a, 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 an image in your mind of Sean yeah. Johnson you think of the step and stuff like that but he sort of changed now he didn't make a few breaks and he made a good few, few tries but his uh, passing and his choice of passing is, is coming on really well like, he, like he's mm-hmm. instead of looking for the gap and doing it himself like he put people away into holes like that you might even see like uh, the Bulldogs look tired they look, mm, they look that's they just look like the space braised yeah like nobody really led and and they just look sloppy in parts like like with Flanagan and, and Burton there like because we were wrapping them the last three weeks like and they just look really tired really sloppy at, at parts like and with the announcement of Seraldo you think maybe they'd, they'd they G up a little bit or something like that they, they know their future like mm. but it just didn't come like I just thought that uh, they, they were just very very sloppy like that's really and as this is sort of dead rubber like there's nothing this is more where you're going to end up you're not going to get the wooden spoon this sort of fixture like yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. I thought I thought the Bulldogs would have come out and, and did something but they just had no answer for the Warriors after after yeah. they, they sort of pulled away I think it was 18-18 and they got 24 and then just took off the Warriors I think I think the Warriors also kind of got plenty of um, headboard notice not headboard like they, there was the viral clips of the Bulldogs fans in New Zealand coming to meet the Bulldogs yeah yeah, yeah Gina Lopez was the stuff thing, in the restaurant yeah thing, thing with the Auckland Blues as well yeah. like just madness like. madness like the, and there was, it was there was a serious crowd at Mount Smart like it was great to see like mm-hmm. I think this is the third time they played like but uh, 
it just shows you that there is there is an appetite for rugby league in New Zealand and I think the NRL might have to look at trying to get another team maybe or something like that or really invest in them like I think for the think for the sacrifice they did the last two years the NRL should be looking at to help them majorly I think they should get a higher salary cap I think that's the solution they should, they should have a higher power and a salary cap to sign more players and to make it a bit easier for players to accommodate in New Zealand because that's the other thing like you can throw a second team but New Zealand hasn't ads. worked yeah New Zealand hasn't just quite worked yet like it's been close in fits and starts and mm. they have made grand finals and stuff but just hasn't fully worked yeah like um, if you think of the players that came from Australia that played with them over the years like Ryan Hoffman and, and James mm. Maloney and all them boys this, they came like I said uh, Hoffman was probably the only one that sort of stayed for a long enough period but uh, mm. they still don't have that come over this side like you know that way they don't have the appeal of an Australian player to go over to them like just yet it, it can sometimes be now this is probably very derogatory or whatever but it can sometimes be viewed as I think the last stop in the NRL before, before Super, Super League, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's so, your last chance to learn sort of yeah so but yeah, hopefully we see them come back stronger. And I, I think maybe the Bulldogs think maybe it's the travel. Do you know, sides sure. haven't had to do this traveling. Yeah. So maybe it's the now, system like a, just a, a little bit. System. Yeah, that, that some of these boys are new enough in the league that they never had to travel this far. Mm. And especially your Sydney sides who are the majority of their fixtures are played in Sydney. Mm. Might have to go from one end to the other, but yeah, yeah, you, you get a bus. <laughs> At least like the likes of Brisbane, every away game is is a commute. Like, is a commute, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like the Cowboys as well, like and and yeah. Gold Coast, like they're used to that. But if yeah. you're the Panthers playing South Sydney, <laughs> you're in your you're in your bed the night yeah. before, like. I'm sure even like say, this week's fixture between Para and the Bulldogs, like the Share Stadium, is it really an away fixture? Yeah, who has the home who has the home dressing room yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah so yeah next up I suppose another not so much a shock in terms of the result but in terms of the the score anyway um, so Para South Sydney 26 zip in favour of the Bunnies uh, 14 zip up at half time uh, if it wasn't a Raiders fan I'd feel for Eels fans they've got to be just so frustrating to watch like excellent performance against the Panthers then they back up against Manly and it's not going well for the first half but then they come back strong and you kind of think okay that's our blip but then they just they were just so clunky mm. um, and South Sydney put into the, store, the sword bay pretty much like for the first time all year I think I, I've, I've, I've watched Cody Walker and thought do you know he's a premier half in the comp he hasn't looked at this at all all year he didn't do too much running with the ball yeah, I think he doing something like 17 run meters but he did finish off two lovely tries to be fair two lovely team tries and look it's it's, it's the easiest headline every week but the trail again on fire at least he ran a bit this time <laughs> yeah he's the most influential player on the comp I don't care yeah but like sometimes he gets like six runs for 67 metres and it's two tries but at least he has like 211 metres running like yeah. Yeah, going, at least you put in the effort like, at least you try he's, he's a run he's a run I think it was in the second half and like he only made 40 yards, but he bounced about five. It was coming out of his own end, wasn't it? It was yeah. that run and they got a try off the back of it. Yeah, yeah. Like he bounced off. Just, bump, bump. just, it's a style of run. He never looks like he's flying. No, but, it, but uh, the no, bodies just fall away from him. And it's the way he sort of like, you know the way he sits you on your heels, that he sort of slows yeah. down before he gets to you and sort of bounces yeah. and then takes off into the, the contact lane. Yeah. That's the most yeah. frightening. Someone that sits in your heels, that you don't know what they're going to do, like, because he has yeah. the ability to step you over and over you. So yeah. it just keeps defenders guessing. Like they're, they're so unsure. Like especially when he bounces the first fellow off, the man's going. The next fellow's going. Oh, shake! Have to make the tackle. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. He just there's, there's no one as dangerous as him. Like I don't, I don't care what anyone says. Like and there's plenty of players you could make arguments on. Are better players, but it's just even Cameron Munster. I just don't think he's as dangerous because he obviously doesn't have the physicality that he has. He's just such a lovely runner of the ball. Um, like I know they lost to the Sharks recently enough. He wasn't amazing in that one. But in the finals, I think he'll find a way to win it. Um, I have them in the back of my head as a team that's going to do it all this year. Um, and they may not make the final four, or the top four, but I... I, they, I you just wouldn't want to, to be fair with them in anything. 
no. cup finals. You would not want to place him in any, even if it's like you know, if you lose, you get a second chance. You just don't want to play them. Um, and the final point, kind of on the bunnies, I just thought Dean Hawkins was a decent deputy for for Lachlan Ilias, um, who got injured in training, as far as I'm aware. Um, he really kind of worked well with Cody Walker. Mm. Uh, regarding the stats there actually wasn't too many discrepancies like they were only a few notches off pretty much across the board but the, the only major one was run meters the the bunnies had 1,786 run meters to the eels 1,455 and like 1,455 is a, is a good return but obviously 300 yards plus higher for the bunnies they just the eels are just so clunky mm. and it's just you can't trust them it was interesting that, that the Souths went for, as you said, Dean Hawkins when you had Blake Taft and Nicarima. Yeah. I, I don't think he was on the reserves, but it was a strange sort of. Uh, we had two like out and out players that have proved what the NRL players, and then just let someone deputise. Yeah, I thought like the, when I, obviously the news report flashed about Lachlan has been out. Like I kind of thought, okay, do you, do you put Literal at six mm. and ask Cody Walker to play that more controlling role? And just let him loose. Mm. Get him and bring Taffy in a fullback. Yeah, full like, which wouldn't be a bad option, like. No. Um, but no. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just thought he was real real promising. Um, and look, many's player has flattered in the early stage of their NRL career to disappear. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah, the glamour and the lights. I hear that um, the South's winger, Isaac Thompson, hadn't played a game of rugby in five years before this preseason. I don't know who was his friend or something like that, but one of the lads talking about the, the preseason was talking to Demetrius and Demetrius coached him in lower leagues and said, yeah, bring him up. And then he went on to the New South Wales Cup like, and was scoring unbelievable tries like this year like, and then just got drafted in. So it went from not playing five years, playing in New South Wales Cup and then playing NRL, like debuting in NRL. I think he's 24 or something. So the ponies are something else for pulling these players in. Like, you look at what they've done with Shaq Mitchell and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a few stories of that this year where they've just got kind of, not down and outs, but kind of guys who's probably thought the career was over mm. and somehow they've resurrected them. And look, if you get two or three games out of them on a minimal contract, they're, they're worth the investment in time and stuff like that. So I really like uh, the bunnies pack. I really like this there's something about them I know like Burgess was out this week and when you looked at them they didn't really have the props at the beginning of the year like but anyone that came in like the title he is unbelievable like he's top run meters nearly every game but he's a scary runner as well like he is a big yeah. body and he, he's well able for it like and then uh, Colin Matonga and Jared uh, Arrow like they're unbelievable like they're just yeah there's something about they're, they're hardy they're hardy but they're footballers as well like if you get me that's the thing like I I, I, I made a prediction kind of in the, the previews I thought by the end of the season we'd be saying now we didn't live up to it but I thought we'd be saying Keon uh, Matungi whatever I thought he would be the se- best second round in the comp at the end of this mm. season now he just hasn't lived up to it but the potential is still there like he can run he's quick he's big and he's hands he has hands mm. Did he get an assist? I thought he got an assist this week. He put some yeah, on there. But yeah, as Stack you say, like he, yeah, he, he got an assist for a try. Like, and, like, and they're all young, like, you know that way? They sort of follow on the back of Cam Murray, like, if they, if they, if they, if they, if they get oh, yeah, on to the start, like, Cam Murray, like, you'd follow him all day. But the fact that they're able to hold their own in a team with Cam Murray, like, mm. proves that they're, they're, they're premiership fucking not premature hopefuls yeah hopefuls like I would not write them off and I would be scared of them if I got them in a the final or a preliminary final whatever way the knockout works yeah mm. next game Roosters and Cowboys thank god uh, the Roosters bet the Cowboys 32-18 uh, South Sydney cricket game Saturday morning 6 o'clock first game uh, Roosters are a different team with Radley after coming back. When remember he made the, the surprise fucking joined up with the New South Wales uh, the Blues like and then we were hoping he was coming back the next week like they just seemed to get that hard edge back in their defence and even his ball playing skills like he is a tasty ball like 
he's t- arguably top three Lu- Lu- Lucy's like in the comp mm. like, you have uh, Isaiah Yo like Isaiah Isaiah Yo, Isaiah Yo just sort of tips him in his in his game control if you get me I'd say his influence on a, on a fixture if that makes sense because it, it, more he works more in the system like and stuff like mm. that but Randy yeah. has the ability like to throw a pass he's more of a silky ball player than, than Yao Yao just gets the ball and, and pulls it back but that pass for uh, 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 Suali the first one they just lofted it over the top where everyone coming in real hard he just tipped it over the top you wouldn't see Yao doing that like no and then you just talk about his defence like he puts his body he absolutely loves it he had two assists in the first 20 minutes of this game like which is un- <laughs> ridiculous for her mm-hmm. and you're talking about influence like you, nobody has made a bigger influence on a probably team arguably like Latrell and Radley yeah, coming back from injury the argument too and the strange thing too as well is like because it's someone you would have you would have viewed as they had two of them you couldn't play both they're both kind of competing for the same position Connor Watson's played his best ball since the fact that Radley's been back mm. for the, I think for it, the I think it takes away responsibility a bit that he's there like yeah. that he can come out yeah. when he when he comes onto the field and he, they're not yeah. looking for that big crash big tackle yeah. they're looking for a quick middle forward or, or Lucy to, to, to chop up a, a bit of meters like and, and make yeah. the defence sit back and then let him come back on yeah but uh, like as we see now the Roosters they're so much more in control of the game than they were without them like and they just they're just at the end of the game, it was I, I, like it was tit for tat nearly until I think it was the second half that they, that they just pulled away two tries like, and then the Cowboys got a try at the end like I think it was two minutes left like, mm. but uh, they ran a couple of winners like that when they got that try the game was long gone like, but uh, I think it was just a hard week for the Cowboys with the news of Paul Green like, yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, it's very hard to fire up yeah for games a lot more important things. You're talking about it, and all the media just asking questions. I think they just sweep this under mm-hmm. the mat as the result, not the issue of Paul Green. Like, but uh, and they get on to next week. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd say it's very, very hard for people that were with the organization when he was there when during his time, yeah. and play out, like, and even think about football at the time. Even lads who would have been involved in Queensland setup when he was, yeah, yeah, was it, over it, as well. It, it, not it, he touches a lot of a lot of players in that group, like. Mm, yeah yeah um, yeah fair um, yeah it's unfortunate because it, it was kind of billed as yeah the, it's like, a fantastic game it would have been a good game like it was a good game but it just would have been a little bit better if the ball if we, yeah Cowboys were in more positive frame of mind yeah. I suppose yeah I suppose next up potentially the uh, the shortest one of the night uh, West Sharks 12-36 in favour of Sharks 26-6 at halftime uh, just very short like it was all Sharks Tigers barely there a whimper I think the the Tigers completed about 63% had no territory 35% and limited possession 45% Hines was an absolute star again plenty of, plenty of talent on show for the Sharks but Hines just playing really good football like he ran for 142 metres which you don't necessarily always associate him with, I know he is like we don't always associate him with as a running half mm. do you know what I mean I know he can run but he's in patches this season he's looked like a more controlling half he's looked like more of that seven um, yeah he was the highest run runs in the whole in the two teams mm-hmm. like yeah. 25 runs but the next person I think it was Ronaldo had 19 like, which for half you're like mm, <laughs> yeah. why you do yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah it's just how the game unfolded um, yeah, I suppose my stat Sharks 1600 run metres Tigers 1198 run metres wasn't even close mm. Um, they are booking holidays over in Campbelltown. Um, yeah. I think just just one mention of one of the players from the Tigers that doesn't really get Joe Afangawi. This season, like there was a lot of questions about him coming into this season and and his attitude. But I think he is probably arguably the only one that stepped up for the, the Tigers all season. He tops the stats in nearly all of the Tigers, like tackling I- runs. I know he's never got the stat that really matters to him anyway but I, I'd always would have a soft spot for Alex Twal I think he does generally always when he's I know he's out injured but when he's playing I think he's always given max yeah, effort yeah, yeah. Like, very honest player mm. I just thought that like 
if you look back through all the games, Joe Atkinson's name would be post meters, like the most in all. Yeah. The, the thing, yeah. So. Just so. Yeah. But as you oh, said, dead rubber. Yeah. The sharks. I think the tigers are long, long gone <laughs> for the holidays. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, next game Broncos and Knights uh, 28-10 to the Broncos the Broncos had uh, I thought well, they had a lovely balance in the field with Reynolds uh, Israel Mann and Martin at the back sort of like the Cowboys sort of that way Yeah. like you had yeah. you had Reynolds like directing everything like when he wanted to, to kick the ball he kicked the ball or when he wanted to run the ball he run the ball when he wanted to pass the ball and then he had the out in Mann at the back like that has the ability to run the ball as hard as anyone and yeah. be as physical as you want. Like he just is a, is a block of a, of a halfback. Like the the try he set up for uh, he made a break. Was it uh, no? He got back. And he scored. He gave inside to Martin and then finished it himself because Martin saw. Yeah, I think quick. Sand- Five thousand dollars. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash. I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Run into there, turn head. back at himself. <laughs> he said, Slow down, something serious that's showing your age. I think I did, I did. that's showing the year out, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah out, that was quick sign, something serious. But it, and then as I said, Martin at the back, like Martin had some lovely touches that you only probably would have got if a half back was in that position. Like he knew yeah. he had to pass like a face ball or, or over the top or just hit that short ball. But uh, they had really, really nice uh, balance across the field at top. Uh, there's a lot of chat about the Wingbert in the Australian uh, World Cup squad and Suwali is, is getting all the matches but I think Cobb uh, Cabo Cabo is definitely in, in the running for a bird after a hat-trick this week like I know you're playing against the Knights but like his speed and his size compared like I just think on the course for season I know he's had a few injuries Swally has been more consistent. Oh, like his yardage out of, out of defense, like is like at the weekend he was an absolute animal. There was one that he ran up the middle of the field and just as you say, he pole actually. He was like uh, Mitchell, like he he and he doesn't stop. He doesn't go left or right. He runs straight over the top. Of you like small, small and size up. Yeah. If 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 you're picking ours in the morning, you're picking Swally. Oh, definitely. Like, after after this, yeah, pole. like he's he's the burst. Like this this season, he's going to be there for a long, long time. I think. Mm. Like, but I just thought like if if there's a now uh, dark horse to get a bird, maybe it could be Cabo, like because yeah. his speed and his he he he's not as physical as Swally, like I give you that, but he does have a lot of attributes, and he's still young, like he's still young, and he's a he's a great man, like to kind of seize an opportunity that didn't seem like a high percentage finishing opportunity if that yeah, makes sense I think he has just, the pace as well that opportunities will come to him like yeah. that way just that extra gear that not few players have like yeah um, it must be but so I just think yeah so, so Ali's ability in the air oh his leg his leap like arguably he's like uh, flow like we haven't seen anything like this since the flow he is flow yeah, yeah like, flow like when he started coming like you there Jesus Christ like if you were a winger there Get off the ground! Don't do it because he's gonna fucking jump over you or use you to jump. <laughs> it's, he's it's like, like leave yeah. the ground. Do not defend from the ground up. F- Falau or Yowie. Remember Yowie? Yowie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut yeah. down his prime. Prime in his prime. Yeah, but yeah. No, uh, like this game was, it was a game that the Broncos needed coming into this. The last three games, I thought. Yeah. Like a good, good win, a good performance, and then get your next three games like. You have storms, eels, and dragons. Like 
and they're not easy games. Like even Dragons is not an easy game. Like they might come frightened away. Yeah. I've 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 put this in my next match fixture. Yeah. My match review. Yeah. And I just think I do not know where the Knights go after this season. They blow it up. I'm telling you, get, ri- get rid of Ponga. You should have got rid of Ponga when you had the chance. I don't. I, I, there, there's a lot of players. Like, even losing Mitch Barnett, like, Harvey was probably one of their better players this year. Like, yeah. he's going to be a massive loss. Man. Yeah. And he's a, am I right in saying he's a Newcastle junior? I think so, yeah. He came through the grades. Yeah, no, I, I, I genuinely believe when the Dolphins came looking for Ponga, you should let him go. Well, you have now a cubicle uh, controversy coming up, so there could be an effort of <laughs> this could be <laughs> a way to get him off your off your playlist. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like you're just never going to get full value. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I just think I can't deny his talent, but I think you will never get the full value out of a player like Ponga. No, you're bang for broke because you're never going to get it paid back. Yeah. It's like playing for paying Haas. You're just not going to get the value there. And it's unfortunate, but it is just... And I think the, the Broncos need to sort out Carrigan and Flegler's contract before they look at Haas's contract. Yeah. I think them two boys are arguably as good or getting there. Like, I think Flegler this year, like, I know he's a bit awkward, but he puts in some work. Mm. And every game, every game is getting better. Mm. I know he has, a, he has a tendency of, of losing the rag a little bit or <laughs> but I think it's more and awkwardness and he was the biggest child around for a long time I'd say <laughs> you know that way <laughs> big bully and, uh, and and more so I think Payne Haas is always going to naturally gravitate more back towards Sydney so yeah, yeah, yeah. even if you pay him that money there's no guarantee to say but he it, won't think in say, two years like, time he's at this again like looking for a way out yeah I want to go back to Sydney yeah. so yeah and let him go um, yeah, yeah, but it was it was I suppose the fixture the Broncos needed because they were in a bit of a slide. Um, okay, Raiders Dragons. So 24-12 Raiders, eighteen twelve at halftime. I only have to sit through three more of these. <laughs> now Matt and Mark, I suppose we're still in this, and if we pull it off and make the eight, I think I'll somehow be more pissed than if we don't. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, going to go through a list of a few potential ways just to show how delusional I am but uh, so currently sitting on ninth on 26 points no 24 points sorry remaining fixtures are obviously Knights Manly and Wests so Agri have an easier run than the Roosters yes but the Roosters have a colossal points difference yeah so they'd have to lose two games with win the last three I'm I'm going after the Broncos because I think the Broncos could lose those three games as you just like said I just think we're four points behind the Broncos and I think there's about 90 points of a point difference but if they lose three and we win three you have to hope that somehow we'll make up some of that point difference but mm-hmm. yeah um, that's kind of I suppose how delusional I am but look um, so obviously it was, the, it was the very very early kick off on Sunday so five o'clock or something like that and I'd be lying if I said hey, I watched any more than the the final 20 minutes live and uh, I did wake up about half six and flicked it on um, but let me tell you I switched it on and we were up 24-12 and as you're like that you're the fan he's like no don't look at it he's <laughs> like what's going on uh, only for I the significant other lying beside me I would have cried <laughs> cried like a wounded wildebeest um, but yeah multiple aneurysms watching that one uh, the ending was actually suspiciously like the game we lost them in a gale in round 16 in yeah. that there was a bit of controversy with the last play and stuff for that it, you're so when clutching at straws something serious like if you look back at it there it's if nothing much of nothing no no like he, nothing. he lost just, the ball like he did lose it's just it's just yeah, that it happened to the Dragons yeah, yeah it happened to be yeah. the Dragons last thing yeah um, but look managed to hold on there like I suppose we've not put together a full 80 minute performance it's round 22 haven't produced this full display probably deserve to miss the 8th like when you look at those sides in the 8th know the Broncos have kind of fallen towards the end but they've had a brilliant kind of resurgence back to what is expected of them the, team, yeah. the Roosters deserve it in recent form I think Para have done enough 
Yeah. Like, like yeah. the Agony Raiders have just, by, by the skin of their teeth, like, won some games <laughs> to, to get them to where they are. Like, yeah, yeah. Their, their yeah. form isn't what, what, like, if they go in, like, say they do to get the 18th, oh, eighth spot, like, anyone in front of them would be like, happy days. Happy days. Yeah. And it have to be at home, yeah. the Raiders coming. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was rumors as well, obviously, just to, to meant that Ricky was in the, the mascot. Those are are unconfirmed, but he's back next week. Um, My stat, uh, again, it was kind of tough enough to kind of find a deciding factor in the stats, but I just went with 5 5 2 to 4 2 2. The Raiders to Dragons post contact meters. I suppose it was a, to be fair, it was a having watched the back. It was a tough, if not uninspiring, performance by the, aside from the nation's capital. But yeah, uh, close to being a dead rubber. Just mathematically, not yet a dead rubber. Yeah, we'll see. We we'll watch. I think it's it's the next game. Yeah, like if they win that, then you're looking at every other game after that. Like, but I think if they lose the next round, if if you're wondering why there's not a round twenty three review, you know. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if, if they lose to Newcastle, you're in trouble anyway. I think there's bigger. Oh, no, I, the, the the podcast is posed. <laughs> there's bigger questions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just the sash sitting in silence for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Please visit our friends usasports.co.uk about forty-two minutes in. <laughs> yeah, just uh, so Sunday, the last game Sunday was the Titans and the Sea Eagles at Seabus Super Stadium. Uh, Titans pulled away forty-four twenty-four. Uh, I think the jersey, like the last round, this jersey controversy has sort of derailed a major split in the manly camp yeah like, yeah it's it all is all is not good um and I, i'd be surprised if any of those affected players are not looking for a way out next uh, the way out. like you heard with marty to looking for an immediate release yeah now he argued he was playing he, like, he, he actually played that round but i think it was that he was like this enough of this like yeah just a circus yeah. over a jersey yeah um, and supposedly the way uh, oh what's the coach called sorry uh, Desi Desi fronted up to the media and sort of put the blame back on the management of the the team the management of the, the club are peeved off like they didn't have to go there they, and answer questions about what the, what the decisions were they left it to the two lads yeah where they should have arguably been beside the two lads Mm. well a few of them should have been <laughs> yeah. but uh, like Manny's defence in the second half was laughable at some stages like like there was what uh, Brimson's try he ran through six of them like, to get in five metres nobody put his hand on him mm. uh, David Fieler ran up the middle of the field making David Fieler look like a million, a million pound player again <laughs> yeah one yeah. round only <laughs> now I have to say some of the Titans young guns for next year makes the job look a little bit more like Bo Farmer all this all these all this season like he's been arguably one of the better players yeah um, my concerns about the Titans are is they don't know your best ass. player yeah. but your best player is Tino yeah which is fine mm. but Tino's doing too much work that's not sustainable yeah. and he'll just be lost yeah or if he gets injured you're in shit you're in shit creek like yeah yeah. Yeah, you're you have no one to lead that team around the back. No. No. Like I think Manly I think this is it for Manly, I think the if they win two games out of the next three, which you mightn't see. But I don't think like I think that jersey controversy has derailed their season completely, like. I just don't think it's put a fissure in the camp because there's two things there's the players who find feel like they were thrown under the bus there's the issues between management and coaching squad and then there's also the players that like I know it's religion and all that but I would be saying like like in my head I don't know I think yeah, you, you said it not, before like with the with the betting like you wear a jersey with, with a, a gambling company mm-hmm. which is totally against your religion but yet you won't come out with a, a rainbow <laughs> yeah but it's not you, you're kind of letting me down as yeah, yeah, as a player, yeah, daily yeah, cherry heavens, yeah. like you're you're hanging me out to dry as well. Yeah, we have a competition to win. Like, if there's yeah. things bigger than 
yeah. one person like but uh, yeah no I, I I think if they don't explode next week they're done for the season like mm. now and as I say like the defence in the second half was just appalling there's nobody mm. making an effort nobody standing up again as I said to, to let I know Dave Fiede is a freak when he gets going but he, that, arguably that was the only thing he did in the game he wasn't much like <laughs> mm. <laughs> just get a highlight reel again it's great It's great to watch though isn't it yeah. good lord just that it's grand look at the whole fucking game and see how much he does <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the problem wait for our 15 second Instagram story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for you the highlights uh, now this win for, for Holbrook I think if the Titans can go on and get two or three wins like if they finish well in the season I think it takes a lot of pressure off Holbrook going into next season mm-hmm. but I'd say his his number is eight or nine rounds in if it's not yes. going well next year but if he picks up a few wins yeah. it goes from being rounds five and six yeah. to rounds eight and nine like arguably it'd be the race between Adam O'Brien and Holbrook next year to see who survives <laughs> you know what I just think Adam's going to get his marching orders after round 25 I just think he's just going to be asked to step down step down yeah it could be a time. because you can't even you can't even like there, there is good coaches out there you could go after hmm. and they can't because he's there like you know what I mean they need to so, was it in the last three years or, or two years there's been 21 coaches sacked or some, something stupid like ridiculous right, yeah. which is mad like it's getting to a stage like it's like soccer or something like that like that they just, it is yeah nobody has time even to fucking put their stamp on a team like it's results now and but is it players is it, is it coaching <laughs> like you look at Potter Potter got great results off the Bulldogs but supposedly Barrett is a great coach you know what I mean? like so you yeah. don't know what <laughs> well that's the thing he, he, like, he could be a fantastic coach but just not a great head coach yeah that's or people person like either like I yeah. think I think what what Wayne Bennett does so well is he manipulates people around him like he brings in good coaches on the meeting and he's the head coach so he takes all the, the shit if the team wins he takes all the plaudits if the team or if the team loses he takes all the shit if the team wins he takes all the plaudits but he never lets his players or his coaches take the blame at all mm. and he's always put his arm around like he's supposed to be a great character behind closed doors like. yeah like which is a media presence versus actual presence are meant to be it's completely yeah completely night and day like anyone that's ever worked with them like will say that mm. yeah well that's the end of that round that's the end of round 22 so round 23 tipping I think I might call it early but Tash 101 broke the ton hey, Sasquatch yeah. 92 oh, yeah. three rounds nine points left to go Uh I think you've won the all expenses paid holiday. To where? To Town. <laughs> to, uh. Yeah. <laughs> to Town in October. Yeah, yeah, we're going to win the number name. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'll buy you 99. <laughs> so. First up is a doozy. Is it me or you? Yourself. I'm not this week, so. Thursday at. Uh, 10 to 11 Rabbitohs take on the Panthers at Acor Stadium this will be a good game I think mm. with the Panthers losing last week and the Rabbitohs in the form they are I think the Panthers have to look for an answer or come out with a response and boil it up to them like I think I yeah. if, if you look at the Rabbitohs how would you beat them like I don't know is there a game plan out there like I think you kick long kick early and make Mitchell try and, try and run the ball back as much as you can like what performance are you going to get out of Bunny's halves that's the key bit for me in all the fixtures it's just that, that's been the area that's let them down I think they've great cattle but have they got a good herd manager hmm. and that's yeah like you don't have a controlling hooker no do you know what I mean you've a you've a ball running hooker mm. you've a Com- ball running compared to cars like yeah play seven yeah like if if Lachlan Illis is back which we're obviously we're doing this on Monday nights we don't have a team list just yet maybe um, but I don't know and especially like they're still without James Fisher Harris and, and May like mm-hmm. like they're still not full strength like there was talk of 
why did he go with Crichton at centre and Staines at the full back where they could have put Crichton in but they have two they would have had two rookie centres then like in the hard face yeah. which you can't do like you, you can lose yeah. one but you can't lose two like. and uh, it just and Edwards would be gone still like so be strange now I think on form South Sydney should win this game I think you they will have enough in the tank to do a job but it will not be nil for the Panthers and they will put up no. a fight I think it will be 18-14 or 18-16 it'll be 2 points or 4 points in it to the rabbit holes yeah I tend to agree on that one which is not too adventurous now for a man who's looking to <laughs> go back eradicate a <laughs> nine, <laughs> 9 point deficit yeah um, game 2 Friday Q, QCB Stadium 9 o'clock Cowboys Warriors uh, not going to waste too much time with this no. predictions probably Cowboys all around yeah I think so yeah there's no point in trying to paint the story for you uh <laughs> Only to go, yeah, we're all going Cowboys. Yeah, we're all going Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when there's we don't have team sheets and <laughs> no big losses, I'd say, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Friday at, te- at 5 to 11, Broncos take on the Sun Suncorp Stadium. This is a real important game for the Broncos. If they have any chance in going deep into the finals, they have to either ha- have a game or have a result against the Sun. I think a win would be brilliant. But if they can put up the storm and push them, push them the whole way through the game, I think it'd be better for them. Now, they arguably need two points to, 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 to stay where they are. As you say, like your 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 Raiders are coming for the Broncos a bit more than they're coming for the Roosters. But uh, especially up in Suncorp, where we've said like it's nearly like a fourteen man for them, like home game. And you know what? Up until the last twenty minutes, they really put up to them in Amy Park this year. Yeah, um, as far as I can remember. So. Yeah. We'll give them a good a good dig out. I think if if the Broncos played the real fast, like the real fast game that they're able to play, the Storm might have trouble on their hands to try and keep them. I know the the as we said the defense like the the try line defense that left edge was good, brilliant. Like, but I think if they attack from deep and and break the line, I think they have enough pace to get to they get they have as much pace as the Storm have. Like so, it was just a foot race then, like. Yeah. So I'm going Broncos at home. Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> I yes. wonder what you're going for. <laughs> oh storm. Alright, that's fucking one cloud back. Only eight more to go. <laughs> uh game four, Parramatta Doggies, Saturday, Combank Stadium, six o'clock, early kickoff. Yeah, this is actually a fairly interesting fixture. Um, had it not been for the performance the weekend I probably would have predict, predicted the doggies upset now I've actually been really undecided and it's a kind toss on this one for me so I'm just going to go with the opposite of whatever one you want to pick simple as because both of them were, were poor on the weekend I think it's a local rivalry yeah I think Brad Art will get them up for this so I think I have to go to the Eels okay I'll go doggies so just take a few risks uh, so Saturday half eight then uh, the Sea Eagles take on the Sharks at four pints uh, four pint park I think as I touched there in the last game of, of the previous round Manly are in serious bother yeah. and the Sharks had an easy week this week like they didn't have to go past any third year like, to get that result and I think they have far far more in the tank than, than the yeah. Eagles have like so I will be going Sharkies I'd be joining you on that one. Um, I agree. Do you think Manly are just cooked? Cooked. So I agree with you on that one. So next up, obviously, you're not going to waste a huge amount of time on this one either. <laughs> Primetime game as well. 10.35, Sydney Cricket Ground on Saturday. Roosters West. Um, I think Roosters just been too good. Um, they are peaking. We've talked about this a few times. They are peaking for the finals. Yeah. And the Wests are booking holidays, so yeah, suggest yeah. anything else. It would be a shock for all to upset. So I think we're both going roosters. I think so, yeah. It would the be. next one now is good. So well for for the two of us, uh, Sunday at five o'clock, uh, Dragons take on Titans at the Wind Stadium. Uh, this would be interesting. I think the Dragons did run the Raiders close. Arguably, could have been like down to a kick. We went to golden point. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he just didn't have his kicking boots on picked me up in fancy football but uh, and then the Titans will be buoyed by the result they got against Manly so two teams argue with uh, with some questions to answer like I think I am going to go with the Titans on this one I think the I think the performance in the weekend was the exception as opposed to the rule and I think we'll see the Titans we've seen all season Goodbye. I think the Dragons at home irked Ben Hunt take over I think yeah I think I'm picking Dragons for that one. Oh, my call back never know or I'll be miles behind <laughs> and in the last game think. of the round huh? Most last game, game of the round Sunday McDonald Jones Stadium you'd be forgiven for getting out of bed early for this one 7.05 on Sunday uh, yeah look with all the controversy with how poor they played this year you gotta go Raiders even though it is up in, in the hunter yeah I don't think the Knights have the answers at all I think as if the West are on holidays I think the Tiger, or the Knights are on beside them <laughs> on the air cubicle getting sick with each other <laughs> yeah 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 holding back his hair but uh, yeah no definitely the Raiders on this one unless he's the million pound man do you want me to let him get slip on his sick <laughs> yeah okay, so that's over back there yeah stop um, unless the Knights do win and you'll see Sammy crying into his dead deadlifts on a Sunday morning <laughs> I think you'll find there'll be no podcast <laughs> and that's across the board I'll be taking down the entire network God love the God love the uh, Rocky who's just started the new NFL podcast as well um, he'd be he'd be broken <laughs> very good yeah okay, I think that's uh, probably short sharp sweet um, in and out under the hour um, but yeah I suppose we've an interesting few weeks I think we've, mm. we've three fixtures three rounds left and we're heading into finals we will have our both our sides of the year announced maybe on the week of, week 25 might be a good yeah, fixture to run through that as well when we'll have a, one of as many previews to do with the finals mm. so yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots, look, lots to look forward to um, but yeah that's all from me that's me done too thank you and good night good luck Played to Kiri, Veers down the left, short pass Mitchell. Beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield. Gibson to the Nesco, 